gotta you gotta look yourself in the mirror hey you didn't hit your goal but you're still on the right path so and life happens like you're on the right path don't get off of it now right it's so easy it's just like working out you miss one day you're you're still on your path don't get off of it now What's up, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. Before we dive into today's Hold My Beer episode, I want to tell you guys how you can support the Roughnecks Podcast. If you head over to roughneckspodcast.com and click on the merch tab on the top right, you will find some awesome merch. We have everything you need over there, t-shirts and multiple designs and colors, long sleeves, sweatshirts, and even a crew neck that will only be up for a limited time, so be sure to grab yourself a crew neck ASAP if that's what you want. There are multiple designs of hats and even a couple coffee cups. Head over to roughneckspodcast.com. Use the promo code HOLDMYBEER for $5 off your order. We appreciate the support, but let's start drinking. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. We are back with episode 166, which means it is Hold My Beer number 9. And, of course, we have none other than D. Bear here with me. What's up, Dante? Yo. Back on here. Nah, we got some more stuff, you know, sticking with this, uh, you know, a little more of a controlled episode. Still getting not drunk but drinking what are you drinking today you 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 accidentally brought the mix yeah i uh i kind of i kind of fucked up man uh you know i I got nooners of course you know i'm still waiting on the sponsor but i brought some vodka nooners and tequila nooners so (laughs) it's a deadly (laughs) deadly mixture there you never know life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get they're just in the garage i grabbed them and i'm like well shit i didn't know i mixed these ones uh i mean yeah one second you're drinking vodka the next you're drinking tequila (laughs) i'm uh not drinking bush at the moment i'm drinking what i will reveal reveal later uh i do have bush beside me I'm still drinking Bush Light, despite we're not even going to get into it. But despite everything, I'm still drinking Bush Light because I will never stop drinking Bush Light. But um, we are, I'm drinking something that I will reveal later in the drink review. So, but Dante is up to something. I am. I am. Not up only to with the Roughnecks, but you got something else going on too. Tell us about it. Yeah. So, uh, me and my really good friend Jake. Uh, Jake will be on the podcast at some point too, so y'all will hear him. But we started this uh, new show it's called Sweaty. It's just a video fitness experience, you know. We um actually, what's funny is Jake's episode is supposed to come out the Monday before, like the same week as this episode. Hey, that's perfect. That's <laughs> perfect. Yeah, so y'all will y'all will get to hear from Jake. It's um it's just a video fitness experience. Uh, we got three main segments. We um we train together. Then we hit the sauna, and then right after the sauna, we hop into some ice baths. You know, it's a uh, yeah. Just check it out. It's on on Instagram at the Sweaty Show. You'll see me scream 
please go watch the video of Don. it's like what the like second or third video on there yeah we've been posting reels but yeah it's it's one of the you'll see you'll see the picture it's me literally screaming go look at him getting in the ice bath because that has been dante since he was the first time he ever took an ice bath it's never changed i swear my body just does not like the cold i mean like i've lived most in people know yeah true. <laughs> i mean i've lived in ohio my whole life you know snow and all that but no nah, ice baths are just different brutal <laughs> oh they are brutal i mean it wasn't till college that i really got good at them i think because like in high school like i it used to take me a minute i'd be like all right come on. in college like i was like all right it, just get the fuck in and get it done and ours like were the whirlpool ones i don't know if oh, you okay. like dude like it, it the water never stopped moving that was that makes it the coldest <laughs> yeah like we didn't ever have to throw ice in it because it like it was already cold and then like we did sometimes but then they'd yell at us and say don't put ice in it because you guys are doing it too cold and we're like we're fine we're like, 20 minutes get the fuck or 10 minutes get the fuck yeah. out like no uh, college is when i stopped taking ice bath. <laughs> it was like it was after a hot practice literally sat down in it and started like hyperventilating i was like all right i'm, I'm fucking done with this <laughs> i started well i had to do them at least on my foot that was all constant. Oh, like when yeah. I fucked up my ankle my sophomore year, of course, like it was during camp. I was fighting for a starting spot. I was kind of going back and forth between ones and twos. And fucking one day at practice, I was running down on kickoff and went to plant, and my ankle was just like, nope, and just rolled. And it was one of those that was like, it started, it like swelled, swelled up, swelled, swelled, swelled up, swelled up, swelled up, swelled up real bad. And so then, like, for the next like three days because we had a scrimmage in like four days every night the one time or it was the friday night i remember the friday night before our scrimmage was on saturday against uh capital (laughs) (laughs) almost spit out my mind (laughs) against capital and i uh literally so we host the delaware hayes what's the other high school right there there's another high school i forget who it is um this i think it starts with a b for some reason but i could be wrong shit i can't remember who the fuck it is but there's another high school right there like in delaware and um we host like their game like their crazy rivalry game i guess Mm -hmm. it's like the start the year too oh okay oh that like odu's yeah we we hold it in our stadium and like we were all, all of us, a lot of us came down and like worked it and did some stuff. And I like went up to my position coach and I was like, "Hey, can I? Can you sneak me in the training room?" He's like, "Don't tell anybody I put you in here." <laughs> and because like you're not supposed to go in the training room without permission and right. like or without somebody in there. And I went in there and literally just sat there and I put it in for ten minutes and then set it out for ten minutes. Like the entire football game, I just kept doing that because I was like. I have to play on Saturday. Like there is no if ands or buts, but yeah, it is what it is. But you got sweaty. Yeah. I got a volleyball tournament. Shit. Yeah. Tell us about that. What's going Dude, on with that? It's uh I mean it's not all said and done. Like it is the date is more than likely not gonna change. It is dead set. The date is July fifteenth and it'll be at Newark Station. Um it is a it'll be a six person team as of now six person team volleyball tournament uh we're holding up to 16 teams at the moment is i think where we'll cut it off at um but you're 
be more than like, like I said, these details are, some of these details are still out to change, but 16 teams guaranteed three games. Okay. Three matches. Like pool whatever. play? So like, you'll play, I think, two that'll be kind of like pool play, and then like, then it starts tournament. Okay. So you'll get at least one more, and then if you keep winning, like obviously, you can. And that's, that's beach volleyball, right? Sand volleyball. Okay, yeah, that, that'll be fun. Yeah, it is fun. I play in leagues there. I've played I played last year in the summer league and in the fall league. And in the fall league, I played in the beer league, what we call it. And then also another day in the fall on the competitive league. Yeah, I'll be honest. Any any league that I got to play in now, it has to be a beer league. That's the only <laughs> See, like I was like thinking I would I thought I'd be the same way. And then I started playing there. Then I we did, we did the beer league in the summer. And I like would play a few extra because like you either play at six and seven or eight and nine. and like. Sierra was me and Sierra on different teams last year for the summer league. Um, and so she would play sometimes at eight and nine, and I play at six and seven. So I'd just be there from six to nine Damn. or six to ten, really, because you're nine to ten is the game, right? So, like, I'd be there and I'd just, well, I'd just sit there and drink while they played. But, like, then sometimes, like, teams would be like, hey, we need a sub. Like, we don't, we only have five people. You want to play with us? And I'm like, fuck yeah. Right. I mean, don't expect me to be good. But then, like, I just kept playing more and more. And, the guy that runs the place, he has a Thursday team, and he asked me, he's like, hey, you want to play on Thursdays, too, in the Fall League? And I was like, okay. <laughs> Dude, I played on Thursdays, and I was like, I love this. People are hitting it hard, and like, they're, it's actually going back and forth, not like, shit, I served in that into the net again. Right, it's right. like, you actually get to, it'd be like if we played football, and every pass was incomplete, and every run was like two yards. Okay, yeah. Like that's so what like beer league is like sometimes. But then in like the um like the competitive league is like where you have a game that like they're scoring a touchdown, then they score a touchdown, they get an interception. No, they get the ball back. Like it's just back and forth. I mean, yeah, we're competitors, so any any competition is going to be fun type shit. You don't want everything to be easy, you know. I could have never started in the competitive league though. I'd have been fucked. <laughs> but yeah. June 15th, it'll be a volleyball tournament. Get your start getting your teams of six together. You'll hopefully I have I don't know if I want to speak too much on it because I don't have all the details. Eh, I'll say this. I know everybody's gonna get a t-shirt when you, if you like if you sign up, you'll be getting a t-shirt when you uh show up. Um and it'll just be a there'll be prizes obviously for the first, second, and pl- third place teams. And it's just going to be a good time. But, yeah, that July 15th, get your team together. Six people. Not that bad. Oh, you have to have two women or two males on your team. Like, if you're a team of four girls, you have to have two guys. If you're a team of four guys, you have to have two girls on your team. You have to have, it's co-ed, and it's required. It's a requirement. Yeah. We're all about, and um, we're being inclusive around here, you know. We can't. can't well, honestly, full- like, if you got a team full of, like, I don't like people are like, oh, what? Well, because it's a woman and we're work. No, no, no. If you got a team full of women, I'd be scared of the play them. Yeah, give me a couple guys that are right. terrible. <laughs> Some type of flavor like, in there. Literally, on the Thursday leagues and like when we play volleyball, it's not a lot of the guys that I'm scared of because we're all unathletic when it comes to volleyball. It's the girls that I'm like, she's going up to hit it. Yeah. Nope. All right, I'm moving. <laughs> or like I'm when running. she serves, I'm like, shit. Like I'm not even gonna be able to get this. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't imagine an elite team full of women just like high school. Scott's gonna have some uh, college volleyball players potentially on his team, buddy. 
Oh shit, <laughs> Scott! Scott's going for gold. That's all Scott does is go for gold. So he's playing with us on Wednesdays. He's like kind of taking yours and him and Hannah are taking like your and Liv's spot that you guys were gonna have. Um, and he he was like, I don't know how good I'm gonna be. And I was like, Buddy, Alex is playing. He's like, Oh god. And I was like, Actually, I'm not I'm thinking about it. Alex, you might be better. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, but you know, it's just like, and he was like, but he was talking about the. Um, how he's like, I'm not gonna be very good, and I was like, dude, it's not like that big of a deal, it doesn't matter. And like with girls, a lot of times, too, they struggle. I see a lot of them sometimes struggle because they're men's nets and you're in sand because they, they're not, not all of them are used to jumping in sand oh, compared yeah. to jumping on like a basketball court, right? So it's a little bit different for them. No, that'll be that'll be a good time. I'm excited for you for sure. It's gonna be crazy. I got a band, live music too. That's the other thing. Live music. There will be a band playing. Um, I won't announce who that is yet because that's not that. W- that won't be like the first Roughnecks event because you've had the golf outings, right? I haven't done a golf outing. Oh, you yet. haven't yet. This will be like literally the first public oh, dude, event. Dude, that is dope. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, that'll be. I mean, yeah, because I mean, the goal is hopefully to get the golf outing. Probably not this year, but next year. I mean, golf is, I feel like, because you'd have to rent out a whole course or you just have to host an event there. Um, it's, I don't know, because I've talked to some people, like I've talked to the uh, Wesleyan coaches about their golf outing, like got some details and stuff. Like I asked a lot of questions and then I also, I've asked a few people that I know that have held them about like, you know, what it takes. And it's a lot of work and like, he told me one of the guys that i asked him at the golf outing i was at last year i asked him i was like you know like how much like does it cost to rent this place out and he he i forget what he told me like the price was but he's like i'm gonna sign up for next year today he's like not that it disappears that quick but just so i have it and that part's already done and then i can just start preparing now and i was like preparing now he's like oh yeah like yeah i gotta you gotta start finding sponsors you got to start finding people to donate for the gifts and like all the silent auctions or, you know, raffles and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, true. It's not uh, like you can just show up and like, Hey, this, this little golf outing sponsored by roughnecks and then not have any type of like, like you got to have some events and, and I'm not even going to get to play at the volleyball tournament. You're not playing. I'm not. It's cause I feel like if I play, I'm going to be constantly having to leave and go do something or oh, yeah, interact true. or do something. And then that allows me to the people that aren't there necessarily to play volleyball or they just finished, like they lost in the tournament. I can interact a lot more with people. And then people who don't know who the Roughnecks are that like a friend asked them to play in a tournament. I can like social like networking. I yeah. can network and social interact with people. That's, okay. so that's my plan is with that. Seriously. Oh, but, Super smart, but yeah, Nork Station's coming up too. That place is fire. Yeah, they're um, it's. I know they've done a lot of work. Uh, that front building got tore down. They're gonna have the coffee bar and lounge. I forget. I think I don't know if that's the exact name of it, but it's like a coffee bar in the morning and a bar at night. That rooftop thing? The rooftop, I don't know if that's going to be this year or oh, next okay. year. Okay. Um, but this is the downstairs one. And then they're, I think they're working on the... But, like, I know the coffee bar is coming first. Then the apartments, I believe, which are in that same building. Um, 
I mean, where they tore that building down by the front, that's, I think, going to be a park. Like, they're they're completely changing that whole I landscape. Mean, I mean, that's it's so dope. Like, it's such a cool idea, and just to start it off with, like, what they've started off with is just kind of like a hangout area. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. Like, and eventually, like, I'm assuming, like, the chain link fence is going to be tore down around it. Right. So it's a little more, like, welcoming. Yeah, to, like, uh, yeah, it, we're in Newark, but Here's this area you guys can come <laughs> to to feel good, <laughs> but I mean it, it's it, the landscape of Newark. I feel like has changed a lot. I mean, it's from growing. when we were younger, especially. I feel like when we were younger, like Newark was like complete trash. Yeah, we was like, yeah, hey, Newark. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but like now, like even downtown, like you go downtown and it's like this isn't. Me and Sierra go to coffee shops down there and on the weekends, and we'll sit there and just do work on. I'll work on the podcast, and she'll work on whatever the hell she does. i know it's the thing she does but you know like we'll just sit there and work on things for a few hours and i'm like this is actually nice like people like newark i think when growing up got a bad rep from us like our minds or whatever but in reality it's not that bad yeah i've i mean i've never actually like ventured over downtown newark and like hung out over there but i'll definitely have to no i didn't even know there were coffee shops down there river road oh that's a good one River Road sounds right across, literally right across from the courthouse. I mean, I know there's four sides, but the one side, okay. you know, that one side on that, you don't face it that way. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'll, I mean, I'm sure I'll find it's it. It's on the square of Newark. So you know, like, Apple yeah. Maps is pretty, pretty intuitive. You know, just type in River Road, you know. Well, there's one in Newark, the other Newark, too, like off 21st, I think. I've so. seen that one. I know where that one is, I think, for sure. But yeah, me and Sierra like going to coffee shops. It's nice. It's the. Uh, I feel like coffee shop vibes are just like, I mean, I know a lot of my friends at Worcester used to like go to like coffee shops in town and like do like study and shit. I mean, I was more of a, hey, I'm just going to grind in my room type person. That was me. I I started going to the library, but because I couldn't focus in my room. And so I started going to the library and stuff when I needed to like really actually work on shit. Dude, I feel like when I went to the library, it was just. It was a lot more fucking around than it was like because just all like but I went and sat by myself oh, in like a okay, back yeah. corner of the library where no one even knew I was there. Like, like there was one time I was walking out when they were closing, and she was like, "Where'd you come from?" And I was like, "I was in the back corner." And she's like, <laughs> "What back corner?" I was like, "On the other side of all those books, there's like desk in the corner." Did y'all have? Like, I didn't know people actually sat there, and I was like, <laughs> "I do." <laughs> Did y'all have a like a quiet level of your library? Like no yeah, talking. So, like, first floor was normal. Second floor was, yeah, first floor was normal. I think we had three levels, but it was upstairs or downstairs. I think the second floor was dead silent. Okay. And then, like, the basement was also whatever. Yeah, dude. Our, the basement at Worcester's Library was, like, the silent zone, and we would go down there and still bullshit, bro. But, like, they actually had people, like, if you would, like, talk in a full voice, like, Shh. like, you know what the fuck? Like, I mean, I understand, like, it was just us being jackasses down there, you know. But I was always afraid to go up to like the quiet level because I was like, if I go up there and like I turn my music up too loud, somebody's gonna be like, "Oh my god, this guy's a fucking jack!" <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm be like, "Oh, I'm just trying to zone out, all right." right. I'm doing work just like you because <laughs> I always like jammed like music so loud when I was doing on homework and shit because like I feel like it helped, it's like a rhythm, take me out of the space, but also keep focus me in a way, but. Um, man, what are we gonna talk about today? 
Shit, I mean, there's tons and tons of uh, things on the radar. Tell me about goal setting and what it means to you. Like, what is, I guess, what are appropriate goals in your opinion, like, especially at this age? Um, I feel like goals at this age, like, I don't know, I'm a lot, a lot into the, like, the manifesting things and, like, speaking, speaking things into existence, but, like, goals-wise, I feel like you need to have goals that, like, building block goals, so, like, hey, goals that are not easily, be easily attainable, but goals that, um, allow you to at least see progress, like, okay, I can check this off, and then you also have to have a goal that's, like, holy shit, how are you going to do that? So it's like those those big, big goals of like, okay, hey, I want to I make $3 million or I want to make $5 million if that's one of your goals. But you definitely have to have building block goals. So for me, I feel like I like to take my goals like one day at a time. But I also, I don't speak about my goals a lot, but you have to have that goal of um, just that goal that you're always reaching for. Because if you make your goals too easy to achieve, then you don't, I don't know, you gotta, you gotta really put in the work to hit goals. That's what I think, at least. Alright, so I got a couple things off that. And the one thing, like, I think it's good to have goals you can easily achieve. But those are, like, your, maybe your daily goals. Right. Like, some simple daily goals. I think you should have other ones, too. Like, I think you should have almost, like, an easy, medium, and hard goal. Right. Like, every day. Mm -hmm. Like, and it doesn't have to be anything fucking crazy. Like, maybe your hard goal is like, I want to read 50 pages tonight. Like mm -hmm. that's your hard goal. Like it's nothing crazy and it's not going to make or break you if you don't do it. Now try to succeed. But I think those easy goals, especially like, like one thing that I think of is like a easy goal is first thing you do in the morning is make your bed. Okay. That's an easy goal that you can achieve. But I mean, you've heard the make your bed story, haven't you? With the, the Navy guy that was talking at the, have you ever heard that? I think. Oh, we got to listen to it. I'll cut it out of the episode, but I I gotta show you. It. Okay. I need to start. I need to start making my bed. If you, want. That's a, I, I if you haven't that. heard the speech, go look up. Uh, make my bed. It's uh, William McRaven, I think is his name or something like that. Uh, it's a University of Texas commencement speech. But dude, he goes on to talk about a bunch of other stuff too. And like one of the things is like where they were talking about uh, when you're having a bad time sing songs of joy or something that's what he was saying because he's like they were in the mud and like in the ocean like when they're holding like or they have to sit in this mud and like the ocean's hitting them mm -hmm. and it's just cold and they're like eventually one song breaks out or somebody starts singing and they say like if you keep singing you will be sitting here for extra time well then another person starts singing and another person like and he said before long everybody's singing we all feel warmer just because, like, you're happy, like, it's true, like, when you're happier, like, yeah, I don't know, you just kind of get, like, all, like, sweaty almost. Yeah, damn. So, like, it, but that's, like, the stuff he talks about is really good, but, yeah, making your bed, that's what I was kind of, like, talking about, the simple task. Mm -hmm. It can, like, and, like, one of the things he said is, like, it'll lead you to wanting to do another task, and then another. Like, when you complete, like, when you achieve a goal, a lot of us are going, I want to do that again. Yeah. Like I want I want to I want to feel this again. Yeah, and that's kind of what I meant with like the small like achievable goals. It's just something to like cuz nobody wants to just work 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 and feel like you're not getting anywhere. So you definitely want to feel like okay, you can give yourself a pat on the back you completed this or like kind of like you said reading 50 pages in one day. Mm -hmm. Like 
I don't read a lot, but I've started to read more now, just trying to get better at it. And like reading a chapter a day, like it makes me so happy to the point where like, hey, man, even if it's only 15 pages, like dude, you read a chapter, that's better than you did yesterday or like the previous month, you know? Yeah. Like one of the things I started doing with reading, like my big thing was like, yeah, a chapter a day was my goal. But like, you know, sometimes you have 30, 40 page chapters. And right. I'm like, Damn. So like I was like, you have to read at least ten pages a day. Or if I'm reading and I start getting tired, and I'm like, all right, well, if I read two more pages, then I'm in my ten pages. That like that's my minimum goal. Ten pages a day. Ten pages. Okay. Because if you think about that, how hard is it to read ten pages? I mean, not hard at all. I, I read. I read slow as shit. Oh, I do too. <laughs> Sierra gives me shit because she's like, you didn't read very much. And I'm like, I know I didn't read like she'll read like 50 pages in the amount that I read 10. Dude, that's how Liv is. She'll fucking like she'll show me something on Instagram and like you're halfway through it. Yeah, like, she'll pull it away. I'm like, like, what the fuck? I'm not done. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I read so slow. And but, it's probably just because I don't do it a lot. Yeah, I'm like, I think I've gotten faster, but I also like, are you the same way I am where like you read something, but then you have to like kind of go back a couple of sentences and reread it. I like zone out sometimes when yes. I'm reading and I, I'm like, okay, I know I glazed my eyes over this, I like, but I didn't I spoke anything. the word in my head, but I have no clue what any of the meaning Right, was. right. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. But, <laughs> but I think, and so I wanted to bring up this, I wanted to ask what you thought about this. Um, jesse one of scott's buddies that i've had on the podcast he talked about when you set a goal make it more than what you obviously like want it to be mm -hmm. like more like if you say i want to get 100 percent on tests say you want to get 110 percent on tests whatever but he said because then even if you accomplish 80 percent of it like it should be more than i don't know even if you accomplish 80 percent of it then you will have completed your goal that you are okay with, I guess. Okay. I don't, I don't no, know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that can be related to the gym kind of too, where you say like, Hey, I'm about to get 10 reps, but you push for 12 or yeah. like, or Hey, I'm going to get 12 reps, but if you get 10, it's okay. Yeah. See, like, see, I don't, I, I struggle with the part of it because I'm like me personally, like, if I don't achieve my goal, even if I get close, I'm like, fuck, fucking pass. Like, right. I wanted that. And like, yeah, eventually I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. But like in the moment, right away, I'm like, I should have got, or like, you know, how many times like are we lifting or you'll do 10, which is what you wanted to do. But, you know, maybe I did 12. So you're like, oh, I'll do 12. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't get 12. But you're, you're like, man, I could have got 12. Like, I should have got 12. Right. I, I could, I had it in me. And but like we just, I just gave up early. Like it, you just start to question. And I feel like that can kind of hurt you and help you. Yeah. No. I mean, it's definitely. I I definitely feel or understand what what he means by that. And it, I think you definitely have to think about that when creating goals because, I mean, it's just kind of like just you were what you were just saying to where hey, if you get 10 easily then you're gonna double think and be like oh shit i should have got 15 mm -hmm. but if you set your goal to 15 and only get 10 you're like i mean i gave it all i got you know mm -hmm. and it's i mean maybe it wasn't what i set my goal to but i mean i did then it, it almost failure. gives you 
I like that. I really like it now that you're saying this. I really like that mindset in the gym. Yeah. Because then you know what? It has something next week that you or next time you're lifting to look forward to. It's like humbling in a sense. Yes. Like, oh shit, I didn't get 15. Next week I'm I'm I getting. And 15. it's almost like brings you gives you a little more discipline and consistency of like I have to go to the gym because right. I now I have to do this. Like I know I can do it. So now I have to. So I mean, like, that is I, a big thing with the gym. I feel like that's a really good thing for the gym is a great scenario to put that in. Yeah. I mean, that's what like. I think that's honestly like I've, I have been working out consistently for a while now, but like getting back into the gym and just like like sometimes the night before, like say chest day, I'm like shit tomorrow like hey tomorrow i'm hitting 70s on dumbbell bench mm -hmm. and then when i hit it i'm like holy shit let's go because <laughs> i think i mean i hit that literally this past wednesday but i think that's the most i've ever hit on dumbbell bench even like like wait yeah no nah, that's <laughs> not it's not uh, it's not a lot i couldn't do 70s right now so <laughs> it's definitely not a lot but i hit him for five and it's just it was like holy shit dude like i'm just seeing progress you know it's just always a satis like very satisfying it was hard. So, like, I've been out of the gym again, once again, struggling to find the gym. Um, and, but, like, the other day, like, obviously, I wore all weight racks at the shop, and I was sitting there, and, like, the 45s were on the bar, so I was like, oh, I'll hit it. I was like, I'll just do some reps, and I was just fucking around and hitting it. And my boss came over and did it. I was like, Threw another plate on, <laughs> and so I did 225 for a couple reps, and then, damn, you can still bench 225. Oh wait, just wait. I haven't. Li this was after I hadn't lifted in like another, just like a probably three, four weeks off mm -hmm. since I got back into it for a while and then quit again. Uh, so I hit 225, then I went to 35, then I went to 45, damn. then I went to 55, and my boss is like, "All right, you're done. <laughs> like no more." But he's like, "Are you?" I can't believe you can still do because like i can hit 250 on mitch and i have no clue how that's crazy i really don't i'm trying to like bloat my like bird, no like, that's dope. I'm just like i hit it and was like it was one of those that like i wasn't i was expecting to be like stop at like 225 235 maybe and it was like one of like the 80 percent like i got my 80 percent of what that's the other thing too is maybe what you think your 80 percent is like what you think is your goal you have that's why you almost have to set it higher because you don't realize what more you can give yeah your mind definitely plays tricks on you and that's something that especially i wish especially in the weight room yeah no i wish i would have like focused on that more like maybe like high school and college wise of instead of focusing on hey so and so's hitting this and i'm not hitting that but more or less just being confident in my ability to mm -hmm. hit shit because your mind plays a lot of in it if you if you do not think that you're gonna hit 225 for one you're not gonna fucking hit 225 for one you know it's all mine there we i i always tell people that that i've worked out with and stuff and they're like dude i'm not gonna be able to get this and it, like or i need a spot and i always used to sometimes i think me and you used to do it to each other we're like you're good yeah you used to do that we, shit we'd to always be all like we'd always be like <laughs> i'm gonna help him because like in case he does that like i'm gonna be here close enough that if he does need help i got him but then also that in their mind they're like fuck he's not gonna help me so right. like i have to get this rep up that was that was you every leg day with me you're like <laughs> just get like, up hey, bitch hey, hey, i need up. a spot you're like no you don't i'm like oh stand right. up <laughs> stand up it's, it's just all about yeah, just straighten your legs just straighten your legs like dude fuck off all right i'm struggling <laughs> over here about to shit myself trying to squat uh 
how do you feel like what do you think is the best way well all right i I got another question actually going back to the goals before i go to this question with the what are time limits on type of goals like i think i look at I, i wrote down my goals this year and i wrote down like I like obviously I have my daily goals. Like I don't write those down as much because I have them in my head. I, I journal them sometimes, but I wrote down like my short term, long term, and or short term, medium term, and long term goal. And I put short term as in the next year, mm-hmm. long, medium, three to five, long, ten. Okay. No, that's. Do you think that is a good thing or? I th- I think that's a good thing. Um, I'm not I'm not huge on like I'm not really good at making five to ten year goals just because I'm more of a everything happens for a reason type of person. And I think I mean I think if you do make five to ten year goals, they have to be very open ended because they're life, very subject to change. Yeah, like it's not like things could change within them that depending on life. Right, because life happens, and you can take a lot of different pathways and still hit your goal. But goals for me is like, or goals for me, I I would just say I like I like making definitely the year goals of like, hey, where do I want to be next year Mm -hmm. on this day, or um, or the the bigger goals of five to ten year goals. It's more about success and just making sure i'm doing the right things day to day to hit that 10 or that five-year goal because again they can change so i always like to keep those super open-ended if i do even make them just because i don't i don't know like i said i'm more of a everything happens for a reason type of person so i think as long as you stay on the right path success is gonna fall it's gonna everything's gonna fall into place so like with my medium to short term goals that was more business oriented Mm. of like this is where i want to be at the job that i have currently like and it kind of almost is one of those like because i go back and read my like previous year journal entries if i had one on that day like because i don't journal every day but like i'll go back and read it just because it's like sometimes you look back like where was my head a year ago yeah and like how like I've now started in my journal entries when I journal, because I journal just about whatever the hell I'm thinking about at that moment, or what's going on, what's bothering me, and that kind of shit. And one of the things I do is I ask myself a question. Oh, that's about it. So, like, one of them, like, I'm pretty sure in there, it's like I read one recently that was because it's been just over a year that me and Sierra have been together, and it said, "Are you still with Sierra?" (laughs) And like, it's just like one of those things that you look at, like where was my head at that? And like, I ask myself questions in every entry now because it's for the next year. Me. No journaling is cool. That's something that I haven't really, um, it's weird. Dove to into start yet, doing. But... And I don't do it every day. I think that's one thing. Like you don't have to do it every day, but it's nice to, especially like sometimes when you are super excited about something to write it down, because then we go back the next year, like I said, and read it or when you're pissed off, Instead of you're in a fight with your girlfriend, instead of blowing up on her, go write it down and get like I Sierra knows like Sierra knows like don't don't read any of this because like the things I write aren't always like they're just sometimes me just venting and just saying things 
And I was like, sometimes it's better for me to just put it on paper than me saying things to you that I don't mean. Right. Yeah, no, definitely like journaling that I feel like, especially if you're the type of person that doesn't talk to people a lot or talk about your problems, I feel like writing them down on a piece of paper, just journaling in general, even if you do it in your phone notes, Mm -hmm. it lets you kind of get it, get it off your chest. And then you can reflect on that at a later date. I'm like, hey, was I think was I in the right mindset? Let me let me sleep on this before I actually like express this opinion to someone. Yeah, I think that's the big thing uh, with journaling, and I don't think it's a bad idea. For like, it's very even Nick Lavery, the guy that I had on with the one leg. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he journals, and he was like, it it helps me a lot because it keeps me on track a little bit and it like i can look back and at things no yeah journaling is definitely very interesting i think i think i should probably start i used to journal in a sense with just like songwriting yeah that was like my yeah. big exit but or like my big escape from or just like venting but i haven't really been writing music a lot i've just been kind of everywhere you know just i just got a promotion at work too no shit good yeah, for you buddy appreciate you proud of that yeah, just grind and work and stuff but journaling is definitely something i kind of want to i need to get the i need to get the reading down first once i start reading that's fair, consi- that's fair. <laughs> once i start reading consistently <laughs> then i could like start dabbling what have you started journal. reading um so i read uh jake actually gave me a super cool book it was just Corey g's book oh was, yeah i yep, wanted to read that yep i read that it was a super super quick read it was just like it's really like opened my mind remind like, me after the episode i'll take it upstairs i got a bunch that i've already read Okay, but but yeah i read that and then i just got a new book it's um i got the david goggins book can't hurt me i got that one and then um it's another one i think it's norman vincent so it's uh the power of positive thinking i've heard of that one yes i literally saw i saw an instagram reel of steve harvey (laughs) say it he was like yes yeah yeah, yeah, these are the books i would recommend like and it was like the first one he recommended. So I was like, hey, I got on Amazon, ordered that shit. And I started reading it. And it's it's super nice. It it dabbles into a religion a lot, which I'm not I'm not too deep into religion, but that's something that I would like to like um just explore. Yeah, explore like explores and... the word for both me and you in that right. sense. Cause it's like we're not super religious people, but like it doesn't matter what religion. I feel like me and you are both like open to like tell me about it i yeah, want to hear about i mean it. religion to me is more of metaphors and like life lessons so like you can apply any type of scripture to your everyday life and it it can make it better you know yeah. ah. a little yawn in action i wasn't me um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i because i mean i've read a handful of books now i mean probably my goal is to read 20 this year so, you, keep, you keep a list yeah so actually there's an app that i use okay it's a pretty cool app sierra told me about it and it's called goodreads for people listening it's free and you can even you make your library on your phone where like you'll take your phone and scan the outside of the book mm-hmm. and it'll add it into like your a shelf of oh. like your books you have and then you can find other books on there too and get like recommendations but that I use, and then, like, the current book, you can set a goal at the beginning of the year of, like, I want to read this many books. And it'll tell you, like, you'll click on it, and it'll be like, you're one book ahead of schedule. 
you're on schedule you're one book behind schedule like you need to read more and it'll kind of it doesn't tell you like you need to read x amount of pages Mm because it doesn't know what books you're going to read but i use it and then also like when you're reading a book you can put in like every night every time i'm done reading i put in what page number i'm finished on and it'll be like you're 57 percent done with the book Oh, wow. Which that's kind of cool because yeah. it makes you feel a little better. Like when you reach that 50% point, you're like, hell yeah, I'm halfway yeah, I'm done. I have to get that up. Are you, are you a big like audiobook person? Are you like, like actually reading? So I haven't tried audiobooks. I haven't yet either. But yeah. the reason I haven't tried audiobooks is because I listen to so many damn podcasts that that would just, I feel like, eat into that time. Yeah, true. And like I'm, I have in my queue, I'm a crazy person that like the like eight podcasts that I listen to. I listen to every episode. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, like when I get like 15, 20 minutes in and I'm bored, it gets skipped and I right. get the next one. But because I, I give it 15, 20 minutes because I know sometimes like at the beginning, especially if it's a, an interview based one, it can get like it might take some people a time to open up. You got to break the ice. Yeah. So I let I let it go a little bit. But if after that, like I'm still bored and I'm not interested in the subject, I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'll, I'll go to the next one. But I listen. I have 100 episodes in my queue. Holy shit. Yeah. And I deleted them because at one point I had like 400 because I was like, I'm never going to get through this list. I was like, I'm just going to scratch this. I want to listen to this one. I want to listen to this one. And I'll just start adding these ones to the queue. No, yeah, that's I didn't like you queue them on uh, like Apple Podcasts. I use Apple, yeah, and I just okay. hit play later or play last. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the only podcast I really listen to or this podcast here, you know, Roughnecks podcast, some slight. And then uh, when I'm like bored at work, I'll listen to Crime Junkie. I'm a big true crime nerd. I love true crime. You don't crime. listen to Two Bears? Oh, no. I, I watch that on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, that counts. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely watch that one. That shit's so funny. Or so, Theo Vaughn. So I listen oh, to Theo. Oh, yeah, I like his too. So I have the Be Boulder, which is Lindsay Kara stencils that I've been on, that has been on here. Obviously, I, I do listen to my own podcast. Sorry for anybody that does not like that. But. Uh, when I'm listening to it, I'm not listening to it for the content because at that point I've already heard it twice of uh, recording it and editing it. When I listen to it, I'm listening to myself trying to improve my skill. Hey, that's smart though. Self-reflection, you know, because I noticed the other day I say like too many freaking times because I'm like, like I'm still doing it right now. And I've been thinking about it the entire time we've been recording, but like, God, I did it again. <laughs> I will literally, I counted I'm like so trying so hard not to say how many times I said like in like <laughs> in about like fuck. <laughs> see what I mean? I'm not even trying to do it. It's just like we God <laughs> it came so natural. Just, I started replacing the um with like any breaks of uh I'd be like like um you know like uh like and I was like God, I was like, I say it so many times, so I've been trying to work on that. But like, I wouldn't. I'm just not even gonna pay attention to it anymore. I, mean, I wouldn't even the, realize it if I didn't listen to it. Right again, that's not the worst filler word either, though. It's better than uh, right, or, um, right. But damn, yeah, I never even like. I mean, I just said like too. Damn, now this whole episode, every time I say like. <laughs> gonna be brutal it's better than when you said push up you were on the first uh holding my beer that you did with scott but yeah here's my cue holy shit 
That's some hours right yeah, there. Those aren't, not the bottomless, but yeah. Uh, well, a couple of those episodes or podcasts might actually get deleted because, like, there's some new ones. I, I struggle with, like, Jordan Peterson's because he's so smart and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> he says things and sometimes I have to hear it twice. I can't listen to Jordan Peterson's if I'm, like, trying to do something else. I can really only be, like, sitting down or driving to listen to his. Makes sense. I have his book, too, which I plan to read. The 12 Rules for Life. My brother's read it and said it's amazing. Okay. I think reading for me, it's like I'm, I really want to get back into it because there's a lot of, lot of valuable things that are just out there in writing that you can really, really hone in on and like just learn from because for, dude, for the longest time I was like, I'm not fucking reading. There's no like, what what the hell do I need to like? I shit. I even in college, I hardly ever. We'd get books for class, and I hardly ever read those fucking things. Dude. The funny thing is, is, I started reading my senior year. I read my personal books more than I read my class books. Yeah. Like the books that I really should have been reading. Nah, I didn't give a fuck about just that. Summaries and spark notes. Like you need to write a paper. Uh, let me let me just look it but up. The funny thing is, now I have a Hitler book. I took a Nazi Germany class in my senior year. I have like three Hitler books that I've read page like front to back. Oh damn! Because I thought like Hitler's interesting and just That's all the World War topic. Two was like not just like everything, but just World War Two in general mm-hmm. and everything that happened. It was just like I mean the fact that people loved Hitler when he was first, yeah. like loved him. Well, I mean, amazing. how do you think he got that much power? You yeah, know? and then he turned weird and crazy and did some things but he did um, some bullshit that's what the fuck he did yeah and like he was also a, like i don't there were signs too that i don't think people realized i mean even with like serial killers and shit there's always this like, is true. like you know, there's, there's a reason there's always it. red flags but people just don't always pick them up yeah. like oh a little timmy you killed a cat yesterday oh he's fine he's grown <laughs> like oh no that's a fucking red flag no that's the third cat this week right. <laughs> uh i've but i've read those cover to cover and then i have freaking mythology books i hated mythology in high school fucking hated it yeah, i don't know how, how the hell you took that dude i read the iliad and the odyssey cover to cover and plan to read them again this year i mean i like mythology like the idea behind it and like all greek gods and all that shit that shit's so cool to me but the class like it was with mrs bustler too wasn't it yep yeah dude i can't admit, fuck that <laughs> like she's a great teacher but no i already had her for like did I had English, like three so. classes in high school, and I could not tell you how many times I heard. I remember when your sister <laughs> came in and said that your mom was pregnant with you, and I was like, "Congratulations, and you're still at Watkins." How's that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, for you it's definitely different because your your whole family. My sister whole... is 16 years older than me. She was 16 at the time. <laughs> Damn, yeah, the whole Nixon legacy. <laughs> rolled through walk-ins at least I, it was a fresh start for me so she wasn't coming up to me like that there was only one teacher that ever had all four of us mr sayers world Damn. history teacher he was the only person to actually have all four of us because he was like you know i've actually because he he was like i'm pretty sure my first year i had your oldest sister and he's like and then i had christina 
and I had Clayton. And now I've had you, and I was like, I'm pretty sure you're the only teacher that's ever had all four of that's us. That's crazy. The whole family tree. only had three of us. Bella, I only had three of us. Like, so, like, certain teachers were still there. There's a lot of teachers that have been there for fucking ever. But only one has had all four of us. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And Mr. Sagers wasn't that old, so he was, he must have. Probably, like, early teaching. Yeah. Or maybe he was a student teacher when he had true, Mr. True, Sagers. True, true, um, Now, failing at a goal, something I struggle with immensely. If when you set that goal, like we talked about a little bit on the last episode, when you set that goal, you don't get there. Ways to handle that, in your opinion. I feel like there's like main, there's like two main ways to handle that. And that's one saying like the good old, like, um, the basic ass, Hey, participation trophy. Like, Hey, you, you tried. Mm-hmm. And then and that's not always the healthy route. Um, and then the other option would be like, Hey, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't achieve this, but I think it's, I think the, the fine line or the, the best way to handle it is right in the middle. So, Hey, you didn't, you didn't achieve it. You're not, I'm not giving you a, a participation trophy for not, for not actually hitting your goal, but I'm also not totally losing all my confidence for that goal because, Hey, I'm going to achieve it tomorrow or Hey, I'm going to achieve it next week. So like, I think it's more or less like, hey, you got to you got to look yourself in the mirror. Hey, you didn't hit your goal, but you're still on the right path. So and life happens like you're on the right path. Don't get off of it now. Right. It's so it's just like working out. You miss one day. You're you're still on your path. Don't get off of it now. I'm guilty of like I did it with working out where you skip the one day and then it's like. Eh, whatever. Right at that point, like you're just like I, I failed. Like it's I, like a domino effect when yeah. you miss one day, you're like, well, shit, and then you wake up the next day, you're like, well, fuck. I mean, yeah, whatever. You know, right. Like, that's how it was. Like that first day, you I overslept. That next day, what I do, I overslept. I overslept. No, but like you wake up, but then you go back to sleep. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm tired of shit. I'm like, I, I already more. missed yesterday. Yep. So what's it gonna mean if I missed? It? But then that's the thing is you're on. I really like that you said that you're on the right path. It's easy to fall off of that when you. You fail, and it's not even a failure. It's just like you, you slip, you fell down. You didn't, you didn't fail yet. You just fell down when you, when you're walking that trail. Get back up, grab the bull by the horns, yeah, and keep walking that path. If everything in life came easy to you, you wouldn't have anything. You wouldn't feel like you're worth anything. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like the things that we worked our absolute, like playing football, starting, like the things we worked our absolute ass off for felt the best yeah the things that like because like honestly my sophomore year playing because i worked my ass off to try and get there like to try and get on the field was more rewarding than like my senior year almost like Mm -hmm. just just being a starter in a sense because like at that point it almost felt like it was a little bit given like and like i'll be honest like and we have it in our head like I'm going to be the starter. Right. Like, it's who's going to take it from? And because, like, I've already been here for two years, so no one's going to take my spot. And I, I think that that's a scary thing to do because you can get real complacent. Yeah. 
and I think I did my senior year of high school 100%. I could have been, I feel like I could have been better than what I was despite taking out the injury. But um, it, it, it's just, you're on that path. Don't let those little slip ups take you off of it. Yeah. And I'm building, I'm building on that. I feel like that's why my senior year, I kind of showed out too, yeah. because I never really got the opportunity sophomore or junior year. I was still just straight JV. Like, even though I felt full, I mean, had some studs right ahead of me, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's unfortunate, but it was fortunate because they were studs like, but I, I don't know, worked my ass off, just never really got the opportunity. And when, when, when I did, it kind of like really shined, but it's just working like, but that's I also, I think what helped you because I played three years as a starter in high school, went to college, had to wait till my sophomore year to play. Mm -hmm. You worked your absolute ass off because i think what happened to me is i got complacent you were still in that work your ass off mentality when you went to college your freshman year you started as a freshman right right so i there's pros and cons to both and, but and it's hard when it's what people that realize like when you are you know maybe you do get the opportunity to play early or you're, you're you're just succeeding faster than others you can't get complacent right you, you gotta get keep complacent working. you're you're gonna be in trouble yeah no definitely like there's there's definitely pros and cons to it it's just just circling back to the topic though you you can't be afraid to fail because no. failures like that's what makes you grow that's really what makes you that what molds you into the person you are if you never failed then you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to take a punch to the face and keep keep running towards that punch you know dude this whole podcast is built on a failed podcast this podcast started because of a failed podcast in a way i wouldn't have done this again but i failed and then i was like you know what i know the things i did wrong that was one of the big things i did wrong was i focused on sports i only talked about on sports mm -hmm. on my last podcast so then this one i was like I'm not going to have a topic going in. I'm going to let the topic just see what happens. And it's turned into everything. And but that's, that's how you get the audience, too, is like just. I, I try to take the Rogan approach. Yeah. Where like you could. And my like, that's the thing is, is I don't have a specific audience. Mm -hmm. I just have I can get a wide range of audience. So uh, it, like failure, though, people fear it so goddamn much. We're afraid to let ourselves down. We're afraid to let our significant other down. We're afraid to let our parents down. Whatever it is, don't. Uh, people aren't going to be afraid of you if they are, are, you know, upset with you if they see that you put in everything that you had. And even if you did fail, you didn't fail. You learned. I think. I think the whole like, hey, you're not allowed to fail mentality comes a lot from like you're just growing up or just like growing. Maybe, maybe in our day and age, or even our you, parents. You want to like, know what I think it comes from? I think it comes from the school system. Or yeah, that's this that's where I was. Take. That's where I was kind of <laughs> getting with it too. It's like you either pass or you fail. There's no hey, like I know you're really trying your hardest, but like, like there's there's none of that. There's either hey, you get a good grade or a bad grade, and that's that's really starts it starts to like reciprocate or like um, overflow to your daily life where hey. I either achieved what I wanted to achieve for today or I didn't. If I didn't, I'm a failure. And that's not how or it should like be. Or like if you sh you didn't show your work on a math problem, but you got the right answer. You didn't get it wrong. Right. It's like, what? That was, that was what drove me nuts in calculus. We're like, 
I'd go through the work and yeah, I'd miss a little step here or there or I'd like wouldn't write it down, but I get the right answer. And it's like, you didn't show all your work. So you didn't get the, you, you fail the whole question. Right. And it's like, no, like that, I think that kind of stuff is like, it, like, and also like, we don't have to, like, maybe that's why people show everything on social media because, oh, I was always told I had to show my work. Yeah. Like, I'm not, a, you're not in the gym. Like, I'm not saying anything like sweaty or anything because you guys are doing something different with the positive vibes and just, you know, spreading it. But the people that post like gym pictures, like, oh, I didn't go to the gym unless I posted on yeah. Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. And it's like, I don't know. It's the school system though of being like, it was either you did it right or you did it wrong right there was no in between and i feel like we got so afraid to fail dude i was so afraid to come home to my mom the first time i got a b and my mom's like it's okay it's a b like you're still on a roll that's what matters right. like, i want you to be on a roll like that's that's the big thing like yes it's nicer for you to have straight a's everybody wants straight a's but you're on a roll <laughs> yeah it's just it's just the whole I don't know. A lot of a lot of the stuff was instilled in us as 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 kids and kind of just growing up. But you can't be afraid to fail. And even if you do fail, you're not a failure. You failed. Okay, keep keep yes. fucking going. It's like, like, hey, guess what? You're gonna fail twenty more times. Literally, you're still not a failure. Ask any successful person. Ask any successful person oh. in your immediate network. Anybody listening right now? Ask anybody, any successful person in your immediate network. Ask them how many times they failed. And I promise you, they're going to say, okay, I failed here, 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 and here. And look where they are now. Some of them are looking at how much time you got. Because I can go all night. Buddy. Literally. Like, I, I, like people, we have failed a hundred fucking million times in our life already. And we're 24 years right. old, right? Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere around there. I told I somebody the other day I was 25. And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Let me count. Like, like literally like 10 minutes later, I was like, am I 24? No, I'm 24. Yeah. I, I don't keep track anymore because I'm like, it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, After 21, really, it was just kind of like, it doesn't matter. It's like the 21st birthday. Well, dude, I couldn't even like, uh, no, I won't say it all in the pot. I couldn't <laughs> even like party on my 21st, but it was. Some I couldn't on mine either. Bullshit. Yeah, mine was in the middle of camp. Oh, yeah, that's actually brutal. And like literally practice, you know, like dead practice 8 a.m. in the next yeah. day. And it's like. It's not even worth it. Like I, I it's really not even yeah, worth my, it. Yeah, mine was a different situation, but I just, I mean, still, just couldn't. Yeah. Like twenty twenty first birthday is supposed to be that celebration, but after that, yeah, really, you're just like shit. I'm just getting old. You want to know what my twenty first <laughs> birthday present was? Really? What was it? I bought my mom a beer. Hey, that's <laughs> tough. Though. That's I dope. bought her a little king. You ever had? You know what a little king no, is? No, I do not. You ever seen a beer that's like? this big and it's in a little green bottle i don't think i have Dude, my mom loves those things she can plow those yeah, things but, you know, you know my mom can drink as oh, it is yeah. but yeah she can drink those. that's the nixon blood right there though you know just... my boss has always said he's like your family <laughs> the way you guys can drink and you guys are all happy like you guys will all be drunk and just be like oh, how you doing uh, yeah <laughs> i don't think like, i've ever seen an angry angry drunk cole you know it happens i mean it's, yeah it it's happens. like dark liquor which that's not that dark yeah. I, I can see through it uh, yeah i can see through it <laughs> but it, which you want to get into that now and then i got a few more we got some more stuff that i'm going to go into yeah we can do that
What's up, everybody? I wanted to interrupt this drinking episode for a second and talk to you guys about Desert Fox Golf. Desert Fox has some awesome drink aid tumblers. They're 17-ounce tumblers with a nice screw-on lid that hold your favorite drink. There are many designs, such as the classic swing aid, fishing aid, nurse aid. My personal favorite is Patriot Aid. There are many more than that. Those are just some of the many options that they have, and I think they even have those customizable options available. I know you guys might be thinking, yeah, he's just promoting them on a podcast but doesn't even use them. Try again because I have not one, not two, but three of these drink aid tumblers and use them daily. I'm using one right now as we were recording. Hold my beer. I use it for my water during my workouts, just drinking something around the house. And, of course, I use the Patriot Aid tumbler to hold my drink of choice for these episodes. Go check out these things at DesertFoxGolfProducts.com. And if you decide to get one or two, then use the promo code Roughnecks for 10% off your order. But let's get back to drinking. We'll go into the drink review. We've been going for about an hour. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'll introduce it first before I get it out. Or do you want me to get it out and then introduce it? I'll introduce it. So, tonight, I have brought the drink. For the people who don't know, this is the part in the episode where we do the... Well, we just kind of throw it in whenever we feel like it. But (laughs) the Roughnecks Drink Review. Last week, we tried the High Noon Tequila Seltzers. Yes, sir. Strawberry. Strawberry. You rated it... 8.7. 8.7. I did just a 7 out of 10. And we're gonna keep track of these. Um, I think I, I we might have to like adjust them later. I like or not fine. like like adjust some. Yeah. Like maybe I take a drink of this and I'm like, oh shit, this is. And uh, maybe like you're like that's a eight point seven A and this is an eight point seven. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but like maybe once we get down the line, we'll uh, like yeah, it's an eight out of seven. I know I gave this a seven out of ten, but I ranked this above this yeah. kind of thing. Uh, or you know what I mean? I said that backwards. It, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, but today I'm doing. Fuck! I meant to look up the actual name of it. I'll look it up in a minute. But it's a mule, not a Moscow mule. No. What Mos- kind of? What is that? Is that? This is Rebel. I'll get it in a second and talk about it. But we're doing a mule with uh, bourbon. Or is is that an Irish mule? Or is that with Irish whiskey? That might be with Irish. I'll look it up. Or right, you want to look it up real quick? Yeah. Um, I'll grab the stuff. But yeah, we're doing mules. Yeah. So we're doing. Dante looked it up. They're called Kentucky mules. We did ginger beer. Obviously filled the rim with ice. Ginger beer. Rebel Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Ooh. With lime, and I dunk my lime in. So Dante's gonna give her a try. The ginger's a little spicier. And honestly, I didn't try it, so like, but I'm still new at deep making these. But mine two today that I've made have been fairly good. All right, here we go. Ooh, oh yeah, that's a Kentucky Mule right there. Damn, this ginger is kind of spicy. It gets. I don't know if it's like the longer it sits, it kind of settles and tastes a little better. Because, like, this one that I'm drinking now, like, when I first tasted it, it was like, damn, it's spicy. But then, like, now when I'm drinking it. The ice probably calms it down. I That's probably what it is. But you even got the copper mug. I got you the copper mug and all. 
Yeah, no, that's official right there. Holy shit. Let me think about this rating real quick. Ooh. It's the spice that throws it off. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, I would say Kentucky Mule. I'm giving the Kentucky Mule. Well, I think, hold on. I think you rated first last time. Okay, yep. Let's so I'll let rate, you go first. Since I brought it, I'll rate it. <clears throat> Oof. I'm only going to rate it a little bit above the tequila seltzer. And the reason I'm thinking about this is because I could drink this more often than I could drink the tequila seltzer, I think. Yeah, I feel that. So, like, just me personally with my drinking habits. I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> <laughs> the way I like the things I like to drink, or maybe that's the better way to put it. The things I like to drink, I could drink this more often. Um, so I'm going to give it a 7.5. So I'm not going much above the tequila seltzer because I put them similar and like, I like them both about the same, but I could drink this more often. Yeah. For this, I'm going to go. So I, I did 8.7 on the, on the tequila, uh, tequila seltzer, strawberry flavor. Let me take one more sip. Oh, that's, that sip went down so smooth. It gets better. Holy shit. All right, I'm putting this one at a... Oh, my goodness. Um, I'll go... I'll go 8.9 for the Kentucky Mule. Yeah, I got to. I got to... I mean, mules are my shit, but I've never had a Kentucky Mule So do mule you before. like... You've had the other ones. I've never actually had another type of mule. My favorite mule is an Irish mule. So it's Irish it's Irish whiskey, which I don't know the fucking difference between Kentucky and Irish whiskey. <laughs> Dude, we don't even know. We already we were talking when I was making it. Like, I don't even know what good whiskey is. Right. Um, we just always drink whatever the hell we had. <laughs> whatever falls into our lap, we're fucking drinking it, buddy. Or what's the cheapest. <laughs> yeah, literally. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, I want to, I'll definitely have to try, like, a, a vodka mule or whatever. That's probably a moscow mule yep um and i've heard the youth said tequila too don't they yeah there's a tequila mule too too i don't feel i don't know what they're called though there's, unless it's just tequila somebody's mule, listening just roasting us like, you guys like what fucking the fuck idiots. Do you, <laughs> you guys don't know what this type of mule is but no yeah i'll put this i'll put this a little above the um tequila seltzer just because the high noon tequila seltzer is kind of the other flavors taste like fucking ass that's fair like, dude, the passion fruit Loki tastes like armpits, and I've never tasted an <laughs> armpit, but it just like That's you know. What I was about to ask. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could like you can like taste something how it smells, or yeah, like yeah, like, like you, kinda, you smell it, and, like you just imagine, like for some reason you just like I know what that would. Yeah, it kind of fucking tastes like armpits, dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got the eight point nine. I got a seven point five. And we'll see what what comes of it. Honestly, what's kind of fucked up is like I'm rating everything so high to where it's really going to skew the numbers like, once we eight point nine five. Right, like once we start getting into this, like this is only our second, our second. We'll uh, be able to adjust things. Right, and what what we might do later too is maybe not our rating necessarily. Just like I put this here on the top. Of my yeah, top and then five. we'll just have like a top, like a top. 15 top 10 yeah. drinks yeah that'll be cool that'll be cool content bro 
That'll be super cool content. But um, kind of what I wanted to go back into while we're drinking our mules or whatever <laughs> the hell we're going to drink um, is, you know, kind of, uh, oh, you, you can't be afraid to take the chance with your goals. Kind of going off of what we talked about, like setting them higher. Because taking chances, like you and Jake are taking a chance of starting sweaty. Right. I took a chance of starting the Roughnecks. I'm taking a chance with this. I could lose money on this volleyball tournament where I do everything wrong or teams don't sign up. Right. Like I could, things could happen like that band where if my deposit that I put on them and then all of a sudden, because they, if you don't cancel within outside of 21 days prior, it's non-refundable, which I think is fair because they're like, they they put in their email. Like if we, like we, we have that time slot set for you. So we're like, we're not trying to fill it where if you cancel it, we don't have enough time to try and fill it and still make money. Like I get it. It makes sense, especially in that type of industry. So like you, you take chances, but you have to be willing to take chances knowing it could fail, but you have to do everything. You have to, be disciplined and all that kind of stuff to push through and get it done you know with taking chances how i look at that is more or less okay just 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 bear with me here imagine imagine you 20 years from now and you look back on your life and you're like hey i wish i would have done this that is one thing that I do not want to like, okay, there's going to be some things where I, Hey, yeah, I wish I would have done this. Wish I would have done that. But I, I do not want, I do not want to look back. If I'm on my deathbed, I don't want to look back and like, damn, I, like I could have made my, I could have made my life a lot different if I would have done that. Why not take the chances when you have the opportunity to, and then if you fail, okay, you fail, you keep, you keep fucking going, but why? Why hone in on the safe route when you only get one life? Mm-hmm. Have you listened? I don't. It's not a big deal if you haven't. Not like trying to put you on the spot here or anything. But have you listened to Nick Lavery's episode yet? No, not the full, not the full thing. Listen to it because we talk. Or I'm probably going to give you his book too. Listen to it. Read his book because the things he talks about in there, like you know, that's kind of the thing. Like we, he he was like he realized, especially a lot after the fact that. You know, you lose your leg, and he thought he was dead. Right. He he thought he was dying, and it's like because I brought up the whole thing. I wish, or like, I don't want to be sitting in my deathbed saying I wish. Right. You know, and he goes, "I wish" are two very powerful words because we have that internal thought of "I wish" or "What if," and that kind of stuff. Or you know, and a lot of people say, "Man, like." I don't care. I, I look at it too. Like, how many older people do you say, man? Like, man, I wish I'd have worked out more, took better care of my health. It's not too late. Never too late. Like, I've told my parents. I told my dad. My dad said, man, I, yeah, I wish I'd have, you know, took care of my body a little more. I'm like, dad, you, you still can't. You're, you're not dead. Like Arnold's <laughs> still working out. Yeah, like you, you, you. It's never too late to start. A lot of time. I mean, yes, there are circumstances of certain things and certain ways that it might be too late. Like this is not a a hundred percent thing, but you know, you can, especially with fitness, you can start walking, you can start 
freaking just doing littlest, the tiniest things that will help your health. Or, you know, cutting out cigarettes. Yeah, that's a big one. I'm just talking about my dad here. God love you, dad. But, um, you know, just like little things that you can do that can help just improve. Of, and then you maybe not, you won't be saying, you might still be saying, man, I wish I'd have start this earlier, but you're going, I'm glad I did start it when I did. Right. Least, like I didn't just completely give, give up on the fact. No. Yeah. Because I don't, there's never, it's never really too late to start anything in your life. Like you, I mean, there's a timeline on some things, yeah. like for example, like having kids, you know, there's, yeah. there's a timeline on that and all that, but like, I will say this, I will say though, but there is also another route, right? It may is. not be the ideal route. Like maybe you can't, you're old enough to where you can't have kids anymore. Like you and your spouse, like it's not possible. Mm -hmm. There is adoption. Yeah, there is. And there's a lot of kids that need that love yeah. in their life, yes. dude, you know? But, I mean, is it like, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's never too late to do anything in your life. There's always an exterior exterior route that you can take. And you just never, never think, never say never. Is a, I mean, it's super cliche, but never say never because you're going to be able, you will be able to achieve whatever you want to achieve in your life. As long as you really put your mind to it, and if, if you do have to take the ulterior route, if you gotta if you gotta do the little workaround, who who fucking cares? You're achieving that what you want to achieve. You can literally, it's cliche as well. You can do anything you put your mind to. One hundred percent. But that is what it takes. Is you have to put your mind to it. Like you have to be driven to do it. Like I struggle with the podcast personally sometimes where. Like we talked, like I need to be better about social media. The reason I'm not is because I'm not mentally telling myself, like, dude, you have to do this. You have right. to get this done. One of the things, like, I've slowly gotten better at it, like with editing, because like there's times where I was like, I really should edit tonight. You know what? I'll wake up at like 4 a.m. tomorrow and edit. Never happened. Right. A couple times it did happen. I will be honest, but like most of the time it never happened. But now I'm like, you know what? It's Sunday night. Go sit down at your desk, get it done, because the episode has to, like, you have to get it out in the morning, because you're not only letting yourself down, you're letting your listeners down, too. Like, I don't have a ton of people, I don't feel like, that listen to episodes every single time they come out, but there are, I know there are a handful, at least, that listen. As soon as those episodes come out on Monday, they listen to them. So... I don't care if it's one person or two people. Like, you're letting not just yourself down, you're letting other people down. I mean, and at the end of the day, this Roughnecks as a whole is not just a podcast. It's a lifestyle. We want, we want to, like, we want to influence people not only to be better in life, but to be just, just, if, if we can say one sentence in this whole entire podcast that influences someone to do something better in their life, then goal goal is made. You Dude, know? I don't even care if it's like, man, mules are the next thing right. that I am drinking. Right. <laughs> I mean, that may not be the best example, but like, I mean, you know what shit. I mean? Like, it's one of those things, like, that's the whole thing that I've always said is like, I don't care if I have a hundred listeners or one. If it helps one person, that's all I care about. No matter what the topic is, and there, that's the thing is like 
the thing that may help somebody, it may be the thing that I'm like, that's dumb, whatever. But it may be like the thing that pushes them over the edge and they just understand, like they pick up on something. And just the opportunity of being able to have our voices or, I mean, your voice, especially because you, I mean, I'm only on these, these, uh, H and B episodes, but your voice, especially being able to project that out to anybody who just stumbles upon the podcast, bro. Like it's your voice and you get to change people's lives. Even if like, even if that's not your goal, you get to influence what they are hearing in their day to day life. Every time you touch the mic, every time you release an episode and that's, that's a beautiful thing. The one thing I will say, and I credit you to this and a lot of other, like everybody else that I've had on the podcast, the reason that maybe I'm able to do that in large part, I will say is because of my guests, because of the amount that I've learned through every single guest. I don't care who it is, you know, my family, my best friends, you, Scott, like Nick Lavery, these big time guests, whoever it is, every guest, I have picked something up from them, just a little nugget where I'm like, I like that. Right. And like the whole motivation Monday thing, part of that, like the whole saying is like um this leads us into the best segment of the podcast which is motivation monday motivation monday is the point in the episode where a lot of guests that's tell give the right give the roughnecks listeners a little inspirational bump to set the tone for their week as they listen on monday morning the whole set the tone part that part right there that's from Corey hair when he was on because he talked about setting the tone because it's monday set the tone for your week and i was like i like that like just like that's the little example like just little things from every episode have influenced me being able to even talk about this kind of stuff anymore and i'm not saying i'm the best at actually doing it but it's something that we strive for like me and you and every guest that i think i've had on like we strive to be the best we can do yes we slip up we make some mistakes we fail at some things but we still strive to be the best we can be. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no other option for me at least. There's, <laughs> there's literally no other option. I, I, I'm a perfectionist. Um, I'm not perfect all the time, but I strive to be perfect. And I, I have big goals. If we're going back to the goals thing, is like mm -hmm. we have things that we want to achieve. We have things that we want to accomplish in our life, and I know you you're this way as well as just we're not going to stop until we achieve those goals. We don't give a fuck what gets in our way. There could be Hurricane Katrina in our way <laughs> and we're running through Hurricane Katrina. You but know? if we have another one of those hurricanes like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a bad example because like RIP to all the people. Who but really no, really, look at that, life. though. Look at like how that happened. Like it tore New Orleans apart. But then what happened in New Orleans? They rebuilt. Rebuild, you know. Right back. That's a whole prime example of grab the bull by the horns. Right. You're going to get knocked down in life. It is inevitable. Like, it is going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it sometimes. Sometimes we're the reason that we get thrown on our ass. But other times, it's just life. Things just Literally. don't work out. It's other people that just things didn't work out the way they should have or you wanted them to you have two choices in life you can stay there or you can get the fuck back up and that's the hardest sometimes it's hard to get back up yeah because like i mean i've never there's been times where you're like i'm done man like i don't want to get back up this sucks 
I got what's it matter anymore? But it, it it's once you get back up, you're like, why did I lay down that long? Why did I stay down that long? I mean, dude, literally what you just said is like fitness journey. Like we talked mm, about yes. this a lot, talked about this a lot last whole my beer episode, but I like fitness after after being a college athlete like it, it came to a point where hey what the what the hell am i working out for and i'm not trying to be mr olympia i'm not training to be stronger than the guy i'm going up against i'm doing this for myself and that's i mean at the end of the day a lot of your goals a lot of a lot of what you're doing on a day to day you need to do that for yourself because if you're doing that for someone else it's it's not going to feel as good once you achieve it because you got to do it for yourself. I saw somebody, or I had somebody tell me one time a very good way to look at why to stay in shape at a young age, especially like, because a lot of people, that's where they fall off. Like after high school or, you know, that after athletics, like it, the working out and fitness journey kind of ends for them sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I'm, this guy told me, he goes, the reason I still work out today is I look at, or like, you know, stay in shape. I look at, do I want to be able to throw the football with my kids? Yeah. To run around in the yard with my kids. And like, obviously, you're not going to be able to keep up at that point. Like, right. it, it, that's going to happen. You're not exactly going to be able to keep up. But to be able to even do it. Dude, I have memories of me, my brother my mom my dad and i think even one of my sisters at least one of my sisters was there running the cross-country course at walk-ins yeah that's my dad ran the whole thing i was the first one to finish because i was the youngest and had just too much energy my brother was behind me and then which i may have took shortcuts compared (laughs) to my brother um and then my dad and like my mom and my sister i think walked so like that was like what their whole but like my dad ran it like and i was like but i remember that and it's like being able to or like you know my dad being out in the yard i remember throwing the baseball with my dad out right. the yard. like just that little stuff of if you don't take care of yourself how are you gonna feel if your kids out in the yard like dad come throw the football with me right it's gonna be like damn i remember doing that with my dad like i want to be able to do that with my kids literally 100 percent. and like that's not the only reason to do it but like you said, you have, but that, that's the big thing. You have to want to do it for yourself first. Right. It's good to have maybe some outside factors sometimes of like, or like some goals in a way to. Like outside know, motivation. Motivation. That's what it, yeah. It's some motivation to push you, but also, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard it. Motivation is just a feeling. Yeah. It just, motivation is a feeling that comes and goes. How many times, it's really easy that first day of lifting to get up because you're excited you Mm -hmm. want to get back into it it's real hard the hundredth day of lifting sometimes yeah the fourth day of lifting because you're tired but that's why discipline will outweigh motivation every single time because if you're disciplined you just get up and do what you have to do or just think about your (laughs) day-to-day job that first day on the job you're like holy shit i'm starting a new job let's let's fucking get it day 364 of that job you're like Oh, I man. hate this place. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you do? Your discipline. You get up and you go. You go do it. You might not want to do it, but you go do it. But then, like, so a lot of times, you're even glad you did it. Like, there's been days where I'm driving into work where I'm like, "Why do I do this to myself? Why? 
why am I working a manual labor job still? Right. <clears throat> but then, which I won't get into too much of that, but like, I look at the fact of where it can lead. And it doesn't happen overnight. Things do not change overnight. It patience. takes time. It takes patience. You, and the big thing with patience, the patience doesn't mean just sitting back and waiting for it to come to you. Patience means you still have to work. Put in the work and just give it time and it will come. Yes, sir. That's all it's about. Coach Sev talked a lot about that on his episode. because I, I, I want to say it was because of the fact that like one of the things that he dealt with with athletes were, why am I not playing? Why am right. I not playing? Take time or keep working. Your time will come. Mm-hmm. That was what he kept saying. I remember know? he told me that. And that's, that's why I was still on the team the whole entire time and I waited my turn, you know? I, lo- I love Coach Sev, man. He's he's one of the one of the greatest coaches I've ever had, to be honest. Just the amount of life lessons that we learned from Sev that we didn't realize were life lessons. Right. So you get older <laughs> and you're like, damn, like he was he was spitting facts to us. Yes, he was. Gotta love Coach Sev. These fucking Kentucky mules, y'all. You like those? Yeah, they're fucking hitting. Out of the copper mug? Is that what you called it? Copper? That's what it is? Yeah. I don't know if that's actually a copper mug, yeah, but me... like a bronze colored. That's not copper. <laughs> Sounds like copper to me. <laughs> Where's my penny? Where's my penny? Um, March Madness Challenge. I want to give talk about that, um, which I want to tell my guest about for a second. Uh, I or my listeners who won. Um, I'm sorry that you might not have got your prize yet, but I promise. Absolutely promise that they are on the way. Uh, I'm working on that. I'm working on getting addresses first off because the three people that won are people that I do not know. So, like, I actually have to do some research. I was expecting my friends to be a little bit better. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> my know. girlfriend got last. So <laughs> she I got tried. What we had, 27 people in this year. I think that's the most we've ever had, which, uh, you know, it's not a ton. It's not as much as I'd like it to be. But, you know what, the fact is, I've done this three years in a row now, and this is the biggest group that I've had. So it's grown each year. Progress. Progress is what matters. And the the thing is, dude, with that shit, it's like, you know how on, like, the ESPN app, you can, like, have the app pick your teams for you and all that shit? Yeah, I feel like some people do that. Yeah, I, like, for the challenges that i was in i wanted to be the one who picked all the games and it just fucked me man like alabama like, what the fuck i feel like if that's who i had winning it. Yeah, so, like come on uh, i didn't have any of the final four teams right but i don't know how many people fucking did either like, right it was weird it's a weird um, final four that's the thing is like what i kick myself dude i said for i, I watched selection sunday and i was watching it and i was like that yukon team can make a fucking run I only had them winning like two games because I second guessed myself. But like, see, you can ask here. Like, I said it so many times where I was like, that UConn, t- like, that's a dangerous team. Damn I mean, near unstoppable. And then they fucking go on to win it. And I'm like, I should have just trusted my fucking gut. Like, like, I said it as soon as they announced it. Like, and I didn't trust myself. I had UCLA, Indiana, Alabama, and. Tennessee in the final four and none of those t- all of those teams let me down. 
But this year was a crazy year with, uh, you know, another 16 beating a one seed. It, what's crazy to think is, like, in our lifetime, like, I'm a big March Madness person because my mom's a big March Madness. Like, she used to actually take us out of school on Friday. Oh, shit. That's early dope. to go. Like, she, like, as long as we didn't have a sporting confliction, she'd take us out of school. And the one time she took my brother out of school, she, they were like, well, what's it for? And she's like, she wrote on there bonding <laughs> she's like you know what i don't care like i'm taking him out it's yeah. just it's something i think her parents did like it was just it's just always been a thing it's like a family thing i'll do it to my kids one day sorry sierra you don't have a choice um she likes orange madness just as much as i do so but just being able to watch it this year's the first year i think my mom's not taking even off work like she always took work off my parents used to go rent a hotel room away from all of us kids just to be able to go watch my mom's like i just want to be able to watch the games that's dope though so i but i'm big on march madness and but it's this year in both of our life uh, or in both of our lifetimes jesus <laughs> you know what i mean both of our like me and you lifetimes um we've witnessed the only 16 beating a one like with UNC, UMBC, and uh, who the hell was it? F- uh, FAU was nine. Who was the uh, Ford? Fred, it started with an F. That beat Purdue. Oh, it was like Frederick Dickinson. Fre- yeah, Dickerson. FDU. FDU. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a uh, wild ride. Um, but yeah. I, would you end up placing? I think you placed higher than I did. I'm like fifth. Yeah, you did hire me, so. Yeah, I had a work league, too, that I was, like, battling for fucking first the whole time. I had UCL win- UCLA winning, and then they dropped off, and I was like, well, well i lose this, too. Yeah, once I lost a couple, like, final four teams, I was like, I really don't care about this tournament anymore. It's so hard to get a perfect bracket. It's just impossible. Well, this year, I don't even think anybody was remotely close. Oh, no, no way. There's no way. There was, I mean, a couple years ago, I think there was a bracket that lasted till, like... Sweet 16. Sweet 16, and then, like, one game. I think they got, like, a 90-some percent on their bracket, which is amazing to be able to do. Yeah, I I think I had a 99 on one of mine, but it wasn't any bracket that I put. Yeah, 99.8. Damn. I just didn't put it. I didn't put it into. Look at the score, bro. I almost had it. Like what the winner? No shit. But I did not put it in any type of league, huh? Or any type of group. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah, dude. It's. I used to make two brackets and do the like one like all like crazy upsets, mm-hmm. and like sometimes those do better than your like yeah. actual guesses. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. This team maybe. You can't guess that shit. It's March. That's why they call it March Madness right. because it's crazy. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Along with March Madness, the the women's basketball tournament. So, uh, we're, we're diving into the women's uh, tournament. That was wild. There's some good off. basketball. Dude, well, going off of, so, Angel... Reese, I believe. Is, is it Angel or Angela? I literally, I've heard it both ways, and I don't know. I think we might have to look it up real quick we'll so we don't up. misspeak. How do you pronounce <laughs> Angel? Is it? It is Angel. I know it's spelled Angel, but does she go by Angela? 
Yep. Because I swear on some content that I've been seeing recently, it's like they... Oh, okay, Angel Reese. So it is Angel Reese. We got it right. All right, but... Um, she, what, the most double-doubles in the NCAA women's history was like 30-something. Dog. Caitlin Clark hitting 40 points in back-to-back games she's in a, the tournament. She's a sophomore, too. Or sophomore June. Uh, I don't know. She has to come back one more year. She's so not eligible. Right? I don't know what it is. Is this the same for women? Because uh, junior, junior year is when you can go, I believe. Or I is that just for football? I think that's just for football because in basketball, I thought you could be a one and done, but that was a men's basketball. Because mm, remember, yeah. that was the whole thing, like one and done. Yeah, one and done. So I don't. But yeah, she's a dog dude, at the end of the day. Either way, <laughs> I don't care what grade you are to be able to hit, drop 40 points in back to back. And not only it was Sweet 16 and, or no, it was Elite Eight and Final Four game. In a final four game to drop forty points. Yeah, you're that's different. insane. You're built different. <laughs> but also to get a double double thirty some times in a year, I think it was I think it was her record was in a year double doubles. But no, that doesn't make sense because they went twenty one and twenty and something. Maybe it wasn't in- maybe career then. Either way. Or it might be a school re- it might be a school record or something. Or I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, Dude. I didn't follow it too too closely, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of controversy on uh, the whole celebration and stuff. So what do you what do you personally think about that? So here's what I I view it as is I also look at Caitlin Clark asked for it, not asked for it as in like do it back, but like you did your showboating. The only difference I'll say with what because uh, what happened was wasn't it was the angel reese waved her hand in front of her face like you can't see me or i don't know what they exactly yeah, like the john is. cena shit yeah. yeah and but caitlin clark did that the game before and but see these are also the things that i've heard and i don't know if i'm 100 percent true on all these facts they're, they're not necessarily facts they're just things that i've heard or read um what i read was Caitlin Clark did it, but it was the game before, and she did it to the bench. Now, obviously, it's a national championship. I don't regret, like, I, or I don't have any necessarily ill will towards, I don't know, like, I understand why Angel Reese did the, what she did. It's because I think, I feel like Caitlin Clark's probably cocky. I mean, if you're dropping 40 points, you know. Like, you have two stud players right. going against each other. There's going to be high emotions in mm-hmm. that. People are going to talk. There's going to be things said. And that's the thing. is like nobody knew what we said in football. Oh, dude. You wouldn't <laughs> want to know. What there the was times in basketball. You're not going to know the things I just said to him. Right. Like, I'm whispering in his ear. He heard me. He doesn't. Nobody else knows that I said something to him. But, like, I, I said something. Dude, I've been guarding people as I'm running beside them. I'm like, you're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll say stupid stuff like that. Like, you're not always going to hear that. There may have been other things that we don't know about right. and may never know about. But I don't think what she did was wrong. Do I think she should have done it? No. But I don't think what she did was wrong. Right. And then and that kind of relates back to, like, act like you've been there before. Like, oh, yeah. You know, it's just like. 
I'm not saying what she did was wrong by any means, and I'm not saying it was kind of, I mean, it's kind of blown what out of I proportion a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'll let you finish, and then I'll tell you. But also, like, at the end of the day, you're an example for a whole generation of women who are playing basketball. And do you want that to be your legacy of you showboating after winning? Which, I mean, again, I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm not saying it was right. It might have been it might have been warranted, but I don't know. I mean, I've never been I've personally just never been a big showboater. I talk a lot of shit on Xbox. I, know, I definitely talk a lot of shit on Xbox, but other than that, I've never really been a big like showboater. I am the most basic person that you will ever see on a football field. What did I ever wear that? Yeah, was yeah, fancy? you know you never really had any like football drip either. <laughs> no. Like you might have wore a sleeve. Maybe I, when you broke your elbow. <laughs> apparently, my mom, when I wore my sleeve to the first basketball game, and she goes, "What the fuck is on your elbow?" I said, "Mom, I fell a couple times in practice, and it hurt my elbow, so I got one of those ones with the pads." The pads. She's like, "It's on your left fucking elbow. You're right fucking handed." <laughs> yeah, no, you weren't a big, uh, a big field trip type of guy. No, like my one of the buddies I played with, Ryan Rubel, he always give me shit because I post pictures on game day or whatever and he'd always comment on it and say no drip and stuff like that. And I'd just be like, I've never been the person that like, I've, I just never got to fancy things. Like I had some field drip, but there were some some people on our team, even in high school or college, I really started to see oh, the dude, drip come out. My bro. favorite was the people that didn't play a fucking down of anything. They weren't even on special teams. And they're like, hey, man, can I, can I wear your towel? And I'm like, I'm playing. Right. No, you can't wear my towel. I actually need this. No offense. Or those kids who wore, like, sweatshirts under their shoulder pads on the sideline. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to do that my freshman year so bad, though. We played at Hiram, and it was snowing. Oh, and I was like, Do you have got, the heaters on the side? We didn't have the heaters because it's Hiram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we had those. the big jackets. Oh, yeah. And... I was good friends with the safe, the starting safety, and his rule was, I'll wear it, or like when I'm on the sideline, I'm wearing it. But like when I'm on the field, like I'll wear it. And Hiram, we were scoring so quick that our defense was on the field most of the time, not like giving up a bunch, or just like we were just on the field mm -hmm. more. So I got to wear it, and then like even the time, like special teams, most of the time would happen, and I was on all the special teams, so I'd just be like, "All right, here you go, and run on the field." Dude, that was like just banking off of that that was like my real or true look into holy shit like i'm playing college football yeah. like when they had those coats for you on yeah. the sideline like as soon as you walk well, on didn't the we field, break them out once in high school oh shit did we was it the playoff game oh it might have been no, i was Lakewood. A, our senior year or junior senior i don't remember junior. senior year Junior year? Yeah, we might have, but... Sophomore. Oh, it would have been sophomore when we made the playoffs. Yeah, we lost. Yeah, to Lakewood, yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> like, maybe we didn't. I was talking to Jake about this the other day, too, I dude. Really when we had, the, we had the fucking police escort on the way home from a fucking L. <laughs> Dante, or not Dante, fucking Noah Niffins. Like, turn up the radio! Turn up the radio! The walk-ins word are heading the playoffs after losing... Yeah. Sweet. 
No, yeah, but we might have brought him out. I mean, I wouldn't have fucking touched one because I wasn't playing. So I was just straight special teams. But I remember I, I, dude, I destroyed a Lakewood locker after that game. And I wasn't even playing, but that's that's what really started to, that was my passion, bro. I don't know. I remember, I forget what coach came up to me, bro. And after I I knew I never, I never wanted to feel that way again multiple times yeah there's two other instances that i can vividly remember feeling just as hurt after that game uh like the lakewood one hurt probably the most of all of them well no lakewood was probably second the first was losing the whetstone our Our senior senior year year. yeah fucking nine to six that that was fucking i'll never forget fucking like Cook hugging me, Mead hugging me, like trying. I couldn't calm down. Like I was freaking the fuck out because I, I remember. I think telling Cook like we've worked so fucking like like we because like me and you put in the fucking work. Kyle Clark, Don or uh fucking Scott, Terry, like we all put in all that fucking work, and it just felt like everything just was like fuck you. First game of the season, and then the second game, I break my fucking elbow, and I'm like. This fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I you know what I was I wanted to we're gonna get back into the Angel Reese stuff because I got something off that, but I wanted to say something too that I meant to say earlier of your senior year was your breakout year. Yeah, it's mine. My senior year was like supposed to be also my breakout year. What I love though, and it's one of those things that people struggle with. I was not jealous one bit of you fucking having a hell of a year. Even when I came back. I didn't want any of like a bunch of the attention. I wanted you to do your fucking thing because I like obviously yeah, I was still trying to go play college football, so I was trying to get some more film out there. Right. But it was one of those like a lot of people I think get jealous, get caught up in that jealousy of like, oh, they're doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Things don't work out in the way that you always want them to. So let it don't take away from other people's flame. Just because yours isn't. Lit. I mean, dude, at the end of the day, that's what you prepared me for. <laughs> like all that, all that lifting, all that time being on my ass of like, hey, you're hitting this. You don't need a spot. Like, shut the fuck up. All that shit. Like, dude, you wanted me to be the leader on the defense if you couldn't be, and that's yeah. exactly what I did. You know, it's not like you were. I mean, if but that's the thing. If we like, weren't I best trusted friends, you like we trusted. I think that was partially us building that trust with each other. Right. Like, I knew. You're a strong safety, so you're on my side. But, like, I knew I could trust you on my side. Like, I could trust. That was one of the big things in college. Like, I always liked, loved, and practiced when I'd be with certain safeties. Because, like, I know I can trust you to do your thing. Mm -hmm. Because, like, in college, it was literally split field a lot of times. Like, where you have this side of the field, I have this side of the field. Mm -hmm. If things happen, like, we have to trade off. Like, I know I can trust you. I know we can. Chitty, uh, uh, shout out Chitty if he's listening. Like he was one of those people in college that, like, when he was the other safety, I knew I could trust him to where we'd communicate. And if we didn't, we'd literally be talking like, "What do we got to do?" Like we we'd figure it the fuck out. That was me and you. Like we knew we didn't even have to look at each other. No, we never really did. Like if I mean, unless something fucking 
crazy. He came right. out like, well, like uh, Walnut Ridge running four and one on yeah, one side. Like, what, what? <laughs> Cole, what the fuck do I do here, buddy? Dante, I don't know. Let's go ask Mead or let's go ask <laughs> Warrington. But like, uh, it, it, it's having that trust. It it helps build, and you don't have to be best friends with that person to not get jealous of them. You don't have to put out somebody else's flame just because yours isn't lit. I think that's what helped us a lot, though, is just us being, dude, we just got so close throughout throughout high school mm-hmm. that it came to a point where, hey, if I wasn't, like, dude, even when I was, like, sitting the bench varsity-wise, like, sophomore and uh, dude, junior year. Dude, I'll never year. forget sophomore year when they told me I was going in, like, you and Scott, or I don't remember who all was around me, but I'm pretty sure you guys were like, holy shit, holy shit, you get to go in. I was hey, like, let's go. I get to go in. Oh, like, I think you guys were more excited than I was because I was about to shit my pants, yeah. but... <laughs> No, and that's what it's all about. Like, yeah, of course, like, I, w- I wish I would have been yeah. playing. Yeah. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, dude, and I was telling, I was actually telling my mom this the other day, or I think it was, like, yesterday. Like, I miss, I'm, I'm, I enjoyed high school football more than I did college football. And I think it's mostly because, like, I grew up with those guys. Like, we all grew up together and we really watched each other grow. Yeah. But it was just the, not saying that I didn't have a bond to college football because I love all my teammates. Like that was, it was, it was a great ass time, bro. But high school football is just, you never get that back. No, they always say like high school football, you will never forget. Now I feel like it maybe if like we went to like Ohio state or Alabama, like obviously that'd be a little bit different. Right. But obviously we probably would have played at a better high school that probably would have won a state championship or something too. But, it high school football it, the bond you have in high school with those people is crazy but with also you know what i think crazier is how quickly a lot of those bonds disappear yeah <clears throat> yeah there's a lot of people that i don't talk to from high school that i haven't talked to in years terry lowry texted me the other day and i don't think i've talked to him since his wedding well, no, I take that back because he got married and then went to Ohio Wesleyan for a semester, I think, and then left. Um, which I don't blame him. He was just starting his life, essentially. He was a little right. further than a lot He's of a us. Nurse now? Yeah. And then, like, he was doing that. And so, like, he texted me and I was just like, holy shit. Like, man, I, you forget. Like, I'm not that I forgot about Terry, but, like, you start to forget about people yeah. that you used to like see every day and talk to every day yeah dude i literally saw terry last uh last sunday we played in the we have like there's just like a football group chat where we all go play mm-hmm. two in touch football we had the bunny bowl and i saw terry for the first time in fucking ages dude and it's just the cool thing about it when you have really good friends like that and you see them for the first time in a while it's like you never skip a beat it's like dude, dude how are you doing you do the What's whole catch-up thing but then like you do like what we do right now like where you just talk about like high school memory like random stuff right. or like dude you remember that fucking time that you did this and you're like yeah let's right, talk about right. that <laughs> but like all these things that it, it's really like me and logan when i haven't talked to logan morrison since high school probably and he came over here we recorded an episode dude it was like he was like man what you been up to and then like boom yeah it's like right back to how we've always been yeah because i mean you and i don't like hang out a lot we talk a lot about the podcast and stuff but even i mean it it doesn't matter to the point where hey as soon as i come over here it's literally like what the fuck's up you know (laughs) like 
like I like you're one of those people I know you said today like you got here and you didn't want to just walk in but it's like yeah, like if you just walked into my house and I came downstairs, I'd be like, "Oh, what's up, buddy?" Yeah, what's like, up? I wouldn't be like, "Why the fuck did you just walk in my?" No, if it was Alex, Alex, I'd give you so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just not a big walking in type of person. Oh, I, don't I, know. I always like my fuck. Other than my parents' house and my siblings, but like I'll go to like my cousin's house or something. They're like, you know, you can just walk in. I'm like, I feel weird. Yeah, like, just feel I feel like I'm gonna weird. walk in and just you guys are gonna look at me and be like, "Hi," and I'm like, oh, oh, what, are, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> Going back to Angel Reese, there's one thing that she did do that I really did not like, though. The pointing at the finger before the game was over. Yes, the game was won. I didn't like that part of the show, buddy. Doing the the face thing, that's kind of a right back at you type thing. Right. The, The pointing at the finger thing, I think that was... Now you're taking it. You're going... You're not don't add. You're not acting like you've been there before, right? That's the part that I didn't care for. Yeah, it's just a sticky situation because we're all competitors. When you get in the heat of the moment, you're gonna you're gonna do some things and say some things. But I don't know. Yeah, I've always. I mean, that's just a lesson. I I don't even remember who first said that to me. It was like act like you've been there before. But it's just the fact of you're in, you're a worldwide figure now you're winning the national championship every every movement and that's what she wants like that's what she's trying to show too is you know people say she's too hood too ghetto that's what she talked about which i don't think there's any problem with that be who you are be where you came from or whatever you want to claim don't change because of the fact that you're on this stage now i'm fine with that i have no problem with that right but also, that doesn't mean you play, and I, I don't want to say dirty, because she didn't play dirty. She's not a dirty player. Doesn't mean you have to showboat, I guess. Right. And it's it's all heat of the moment thing. Like, I'm I'm sure she's probably thinking about it and to like, hey, maybe I probably didn't need to do that, you know. Yeah. But, like, it happened, and they won the Natty. So, like, congrats to them. I Real mean, shit. the first time in school history, first time anything any basketball, I think, has been there in Damn. school history. Yeah. At least the women's, maybe. I it could be completely wrong on that. But the first time they've been to the championship in school history, obviously LSU's been to the championship in football. And I was stuff. about to say, yeah, Joe Joe Shiesty. Yes. And even I remember Ohio State losing to LSU in the championship, getting their ass kicked. Um, but you know, they winning a national championship, I don't care what sport it's in individual team sport is an incredible feat to accomplish. Yeah, I mean, only select teams can do it, and only select teams make it. Winning the conference championship. Right. I mean, you have to be the best of this many teams, but then to go to be the best of all the teams. A tournament? A 64 team? Is is that women's too, 64? Or is it smaller? Well, see, the men's is 64, but it's 68. All with the playing games. Play- yeah. I don't even know if those don't count in the bracket challenge. Like, do those even count? I mean, it's just whoever the number one seed's playing them near. <laughs> That's all it is. Well, what's weird, though, is it's the number one, but then also, like, some of them are 12s. Oh, yeah, true. Or something like, and maybe not a 12. Maybe, I don't remember what it is, but it's not, a, they're not all 16 seeds. I feel like if it's going to be a play in game, 
it should be all 16 seeds. Like that yeah. makes sense. Like to the me. last, the last picking, like slim yeah. pickings have to play like, for it. These are the last four in, and then you have the last four out. But like, how are those the last four in? But you're a number twelve, right? That doesn't yeah. make you like. I feel like if you're the last in, that should be the last four 16 seeds. Yeah, March Madness is pretty wild, dude. Could you imagine being on that committee? Hell no. That's a trying to agree, like figure out a 68 team bracket. Like obviously you have your however many conferences that are like this team's in, this team's in because they won their conference championship. It is I like that rule of if you win your conference championship, you're in. Right. But then you also have like the rest of the 58 teams that you have to figure out gotta pick and choose which is i don't know i mean like i guarantee you're going through some stress with just the volleyball tournament so i can imagine <laughs> cannot imagine a 68 team bracket yeah it's gonna be the volleyball tournament i'm excited for man i've been i was stressed about it for a couple days talked to mr jacob alexander who's been on this podcast and a lot of the questions that i was stressed about he answered for me, so there goes my stresses, and he answered a lot of them, calmed me down, basically, like, made me realize, like, this is all going to be very feasible and not that bad, because that was a lot of things that I was stressed about. I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. I don't know about this, but it was like, just ask and figure it out, so, but July 15th. Roughnecks volleyball tournament. Hopefully, we can turn it into an annual thing, and it'll only get better from here. March Madness tournament. We're in the third annual one. Finish the third annual one. We'll get into the fourth one next year. Sweaty. Peck. Check out the sweaty, sweaty show. Definitely check it out. It's 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 a good time. It's just all good vibes, positivity, trying to make it a lifestyle. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll definitely keep talking about it. I like it because it's. And like I feel like it's a lot of the things, some of the things that we talk about here, like mm-hmm. it's very similar to some of the things that you guys talk about. But you guys almost take it like that extra step further too. Yeah, and it's just straight video, video fitness experience, and we're gonna have Cole on uh, as our first guest here soon. So it's kind of breaking news, but <laughs> uh, yeah, you hear, you heard it here first. That'll be fun. I don't think I've never been on another. That was kind of on a podcast, but it got deleted. So, oh wow, that's kind of fucked up. Well, yeah, she like this, like she did a podcast with like twenty other podcasters. Like she did one with each of them. Oh, okay, and like we were on a group message on Instagram, which was really annoying. But I was new to podcasting, so I was letting it go and learning. So I say, but um, then all of a sudden, like one of them's like, "Has anybody heard from such and such?" And I was like, "No, I haven't." And they were like, all of our episodes are gone. Every one of our episodes that like she posted was just, Damn. like, you can't find them. And I was like, how the hell did she do that? First off, usually you can still find them somewhere, right, but right. like they're gone. Damn. So, but yeah, I've never really, really been on a podcast. And I'm excited to be on a podcast, or not, I don't want to call it a podcast, on the show, whatever we want to call you guys, but be on something else that's like, I'm not the guy that's like hosting it. Right, some. right. So, no, it'll be fun, bro. It'll be an experience. We'll get a nice workout in, hit the sauna, then hey, it's gold time. 
I'll have to shoot you up in that cold tub. <laughs> yeah, you probably will, dude. No, I fucking I don't know. It's cold. been a while. I might struggle a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. I still take cold showers. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're different. I literally take hot showers, man. Well, there's some science behind this, which we'll get into on Hold My Beer, number 10. But until then, you guys know the deal. Life is hard. It's going to knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let that bull of life walk all over you. Get up. Grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Roughnecks, out. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. If you liked today's episode, then please be sure to share it with a friend. You can follow the Roughnecks Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Roughnecks Podcast. Head over to roughneckspodcast.com and grab yourself some Roughnecks merch. Until next time, make sure you grab the bull by the horns and take control of your life. Roughnecks, out.